Something is stirring. Maybe you've felt it. We are reckoning with the reality of injustice and binary thinking that feeds the political machine. Humanity is in the midst of a heartbreaking and painful paradigm shift. That is a good thing. My name is Lola Wright, and this is Find Your Fierce and Loving. This podcast is intended to help you disrupt untangle, and free your mind of personal and collective agreements, patterns, and beliefs that are holding you back and weighing you down. We desperately need your fierce and loving purpose now more than ever. Today's episode of the podcast is one of the final talks I gave in a project titled House of Bodhi with Lola Wright. The talk is really about that which is awakening in the human condition. It was an invitation into the erotic, into a sense of aliveness. There really is an opportunity to move beyond the confines and limitations and trappings of our past. Matthew Fox is a great theologian, that was really informative in my work. And he writes in his book, Original Blessing, joy beyond measure is part of everyone's potential experience. It is part of recovering an erotic God who plays, takes pleasure, births, celebrates, and feels passion. I hope you enjoy today's episode of the podcast. I oftentimes tell this story. When I first started in my role at Bodhi, someone said to me, um, well, is this going to become the Lola Wright show? And I said, it is. It is. And that does not have to mean it cannot be the Amira Tatum show or the Simbra Dort show. But what that requires is that you actually step in to your fullness. Because if we create a construct where we have to stay small so that you feel safe, that is not the relationship that you want. That is called codependence. There are many programs that will support you in that. (laughs) Right? So as I say yes to my bigness, it's an invitation for you to say yes to your bigness. And when you hang out with people like Amira Tatum that may just have it all hang out, (laughs) then there's a kind of permission. You know what I mean? So this evening is about this thing called love. But I want to talk about a particular kind of love. I want to talk about this kind of love that's called eros. It is really the love of life. And one of the great thinkers that I am deeply inspired by who really talked about this idea of erotic justice is a woman by the name of Audre Lorde. And what she invited us to do was to transcend a patriarchal model of gathering, of experience, of creation. We have been living in a long slumber of the masculine. There is nothing wrong with the masculine. I love some masculine. And anything that gets exaggerated gets sick. And so 
what I feel very clear about is happening on the planet right now is a kind of um, erotic expression that's ready to move through humanity. You have a kind of erotic energy. It's your sexual aliveness. It's your creativity. It's your freedom. It's your flow. And we are not conditioned to feel safe with that. We have been conditioned, if you, if you were birthed into this paradigm, which by virtue of being here, I'm imagining you were, you were birthed into something called a fall and redemption paradigm. And essentially what that means is we start with the supposition that something's wrong with you. And we work from there. Long before there was a kind of fall and redemption paradigm, there was a creationist paradigm where all of a sudden we shifted from knowing you as an original blessing, one that is whole and holy, into someone that is broken and wounded and needs to be fixed and saved. And I've talked about this many times before. It's probably one of the most important bodies of work for me is to liberate that idea of woundedness, of brokenness, that requires and informs a kind of dominant structure. See, if you and I are free to our most powerful life force energy, then what could be possible? So what happened for me was six months ago, we launched this project called House of Bodhi. And there was something that was stirring in me like, oh, something is not comfortable where I am. Something new is wanting to come forward. Audre Lorde calls it like this. As we get in touch with the things that we feel are intolerable in our lives, they become more and more intolerable. If we just once dealt with how much we hate most of what we do, there would be no holding us back from changing it. This is true with any kind of movement. This is the way in which the philosopher queen, the poet warrior, leads. See, if you start to invoke, if you start to avail yourself to eros, to eroticism, I'm not talking about a pornographic experience, I'm talking about a kind of um, disposition, an awakening, an aliveness. By the way, it's your most powerful and dangerous power, which was the invocation of a fall and redemption paradigm. If you and I know each other as wildly powerful and fully alive, then what could we create? Now, if you and I sit and ask ourselves the question, how much do I hate most of what I do? Anybody do that as a regular practice? My guess is not. Most of us live inside of confines and constructs that are appropriate, that are socially acceptable, that make sense. They keep things safe. And guess what? Your aliveness and your energy is thwarted. So six months ago, when we started this project, I had the experience with you all sitting in these rehearsal spaces, and all of a sudden, it was like something started to awaken in me. And I would speak to it, right? It was like, holy smokes, oh, shit, something is waking up over here. 
And that feels scary and dangerous, and I don't know how to be with that. And most of us don't want to face that. Because if you felt the full magnitude of your freedom, you would have no idea what to do next. And so we breathe, and we breathe, and we integrate, and we breathe, and we integrate. And I guess the thing that I want you all to know is that this project was created by artists, activists, musicians, and mystics. Because I believe those are the four people, the four personas that are most here calling humanity back into its wholeness. It's the arts. It's awakening, 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 awakening. And you all did that for me. I was asleep. I was living inside of constructs that kept my life neat and tidy and made sense, easily described on LinkedIn. (laughs) But there was a heaviness. And so this group of human beings literally played music to awaken me. And the thought that I've had over the last couple weeks is, I feel as if you all have like midwifed me. You've midwifed my awakening. And so I find that when I'm in an awake state, and I bet you could ask yourself the same question, when you are in an awake state, your capacity for discomfort becomes less and less. You cannot tolerate the intolerable any longer because you're rising in your vibratory essence, in your frequency, in this unified field of awareness. You're rising. You want to be more alive. You want to unleash your inherent love and goodness, liberate yourself, and free humanity from the oppressive systems and structures we have created. We are here to support you in finding your fierce and loving life. Join us in our circle. This is an affirming and radical space that will gather weekly, on demand, or live, whatever works best for your life. For more information on how you can engage in our circle, visit lolawright.com forward slash our hyphen circle. I'd love to have you with us. You're transcending a previous state of consciousness. So I invite you, if you would, for just this moment, take a deep breath and close your eyes. This evening is about love of self, love of another, and love of humanity. See, the love of another and the love of humanity will never come until love of self occurs first. So just check in this now moment, what are the top three ways that I thwart my freedom and my aliveness? What are the patterns of behaviors? What are the agreements? What are the activities that I do out of my own obligation my own fear that keep my aliveness contained, my freedom contained, my eros contained. Just see if you can find 
your top three inhibitors. I shared when we were together here last month that three of my top inhibitors are control, success, and accomplishment. I have oriented an entire existence around ensuring the security of those three things. And for me, as I begin to untangle from those, my life feels increasingly messy. And messy feels unsafe. So I wonder how that could be true for you. Might you be willing in this month to orient yourself so boldly around your love of self such that you'd be willing to get honest about how much you do that you hate. And then perhaps consider eliminating some of those agreements. Now, that does not mean that we don't have lives where we're committed to things that we don't always like. You know, anybody who has had children, most human beings are not passionately devoted to the exquisite experience of diaper changing. (laughs) And yet, it's part of the experience of parenting. And so we do that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the kind of experience where you know you're doing something that's not yours to do. See, this thing called eros, love of life, is an awakening practice. It doesn't make sense. We are living in thousands of years of dominance-based constructs oriented in fear. And it is literally an opportunity now... You can, you, you know, I, I have a, an aversion to the masculine-feminine spectrum, mostly because most of us think of male-female. We don't understand. We're really talking about polarities and energy. But I will just say, for me, I have gotten as far as I know to get inside of a masculine construct. When I became pregnant at 18, that was what I knew to do. <laughs> Tighten up, go to the bank, get a job, and keep it together. And I've been doing some version of that for 22 years. And I've hit my max of what's creatively possible inside of that. So there's some limit that we can each find ourselves in. There's this really brilliant theologian by the name of Matthew Fox. He's a former Dominican priest, one of my very favorites. He wrote this book called Original Blessing. He was too radical. The Catholics were like, please leave now. It's a little much for us. The Episcopalians picked him up, sort of like a free agent. And uh, he wrote this book that really is all about this awakening practice through creation narratives. He writes in this book, Eros has the power to wake us up, 
to see passion happen again, feeling return, hope and transcendence come alive. See, the masculine disposition is cognitive, it's logical, it's from the neck up, it's highly valuable. The challenge is we're living there like 90% of the time and we have forgotten our capacity to feel. And would you be willing to consider that the chaos that is occurring on the planet right now is in fact an invitation, a provocation for feeling? It's an opportunity to practice noticing what we hate, paying attention to that which is intolerable, allowing our hearts to break in the process, and inviting our feelings to move through. That's what's happening right now. You're being called, I'm being called to integrate our parts, to notice where we have a kind of hyperactivity in one area and look for integration. If you are one of the rare humans in the room that's operating in a largely feminine construct, maybe your opportunity is to invoke the masculine. If you're living inside of your body and your feelings in a way that feels really yummy, delicious, juicy, and some people are like, that's enough juice, baby. A little of this would serve you. Like some of us up here that might be true for, I don't know. Right? It's about integration, but most of us are living like this. Okay, what's next? What does the Google Calendar tell me? What is the uh, time? Where are we to be? What does she tell me in the car? What is everybody telling me to do? And we lose sight of what's right here. What's the spirit of life within me telling me to do? Lola, the places and spaces that you feel scared and you're holding yourself back because it feels safe. Please, beloved. Please, please, you're here for more than that. You're here for more than playing it safe. You're here to have an erotic experience of life. You're here to have a love of life. Your nature is holy. Your nature is whole, it is perfect, it is complete, it is the presence of all that is. You are the individualized manifestation of the Most High. You are the universe. This is just one part of that. If you enjoyed this show and would like to receive new episodes as they're published, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and consider leaving a review in Apple Podcasts. Your review helps others find this show. You can follow me at Lola P. Wright on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter and learn more about my work at lolawright.com. This episode was produced by Quinn Rose with theme music from independent music producer Trey Royal.
It is a radical act to come together and be intentional. We so often walk through our lives in a kind of comatose. So thank you for coming together inside of an intentional practice to wake up. This experience is about waking up to the big idea of life as you.